0: Welcome to episode number one hundred and ninety nine of the towel Leg talk podcast. This is Casey and this is Chris. We are one away from our two hundredth episode, which we will do a live show, guys. Um, I will, you know, I'll just go through it right now. So we will be giving away uh, a swag box or pack or just a bunch of swag for you guys stickers toys comics maybe a t-shirt something like that maybe a towel i don't know but um we're yeah. gonna throw in a bunch of stuff so uh we will announce the live show on the d entertainment social media um like what that date is and what times it's gonna be but um yeah, you'll get a chance to win all that geeky swag and celebrate a just a fun time. Uh you know, 200 episodes of the podcast, almost 9 years of the website and what we've been doing here for forever, Chris. So, I'm pretty excited. I hope you are too. I am.
1: This this brings me back to the the swag bag of of so so long ago yeah now. that's what i was thinking bag yeah. <laughs> swag bag oh my gosh all the great stuff that was in that man. <laughs> so um but now it's a lot more of our own stuff which is even more magical so can't wait for this 200th episode um you know with this network expanding and growing the way it is it's 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 pretty awesome
0: Yes, it's an exciting time to be part of Don't Forget a Towel. Um, Speaking of exciting things, what are we geeking out on? Uh, I'll start and just say Wrapped Up Invincible, uh, one of the best things that I've seen in some time. Um, And that's saying a lot because 2020, they put out a lot of good stuff. And this year has been good, but I just absolutely loved it. I will be reading the comic book before season two now. I don't know why it's taken me 10 years to read it. I remember when it came out and I was like, this looks cool. I should read this. And then just, I don't know what the hell happened. So now I'm kicking myself in the foot about it. But definitely uh, geeking out on that. And then, of course, uh, which we'll talk about a little bit later, the first episode of The Bad Batch, the uh, new animated series from Dave Filoni, just dropped uh, yesterday, as of the time of this recording. And it started off very good. So um, really excited for those things.
1: Yeah, no, that's. That's pretty awesome. I, um, I too, I actually I need to watch Invincible. I've been putting it off. Um, it's all, it's complete, right? So, yeah, just binge the whole thing. So, I'm going to yep. do that. I'll do that this weekend. I've been looking forward to that. Uh, but other than that, I've been, I've been running that toy store out of my, my house. Uh, so lots of, lots of getting right back into that pursuit of uh, plastic. Uh, it's, 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 it's fun, you know, because I'm just, off i'm offloading stuff i i i've been meaning to offload for years with the ability to pick up new stuff that's coming out um just you know it's always been my my passion just collecting and and getting into the toy trade uh other than that i've been playing subnautica uh yes waiting for this new one to come out i did pre-order it uh because with that state of play and all the new PlayStation 5 features for it, uh, for the, uh, what is it, Sub-Zero or Below Zero, whatever it's called. I just I just was like, sweet. And My nephew got me into the game, so um, I was really happy that the first one was free because of that great initiative that PlayStation is doing.
0: Yeah, loved it. Great game. Yeah, Below Zero, um, which I, I can't wait. So let's get into some Marvel news. Uh, there's a lot. They dropped a sizzle trailer thing uh, a couple days ago which announced all the dates of the movie theater um you know movie dates and you know we've got some things like Captain Marvel which is called the Marvels Wakanda Forever for Black Panther 2 footage from the Eternals some more of the Shang-Chi that we saw in the trailer and it was just a whole lot of uh familiar feelings as well uh really played up on the heartstrings and you know, it, it gets you excited, especially with that little tease at the end, uh with the four. Um I can't wait, man. What do you what did you think of that that sizzle reel?
1: Yeah, I think that's it's exciting. It's good to see Marvel on track again after a huge hiatus, uh and with the TV show was rolling. I just you know, this is all tying into something and phase four is huge, you know, and with Fantastic Four coming at the end. It makes me really wonder what's going to happen in and in, in like what kind of phase? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just what's what are we le- what are we leading up to? I mean, I have my own guesses from what's happening on the TV side Doom. of
0: things.
1: No, we all know Doom, and I would imagine maybe they will name it right. I don't trust anything with Marvel and <laughs> and paying homage to the past and doing yeah. things from the comics. So yeah. who knows? Um I think that with, with the loss of Ch- Chadwick Boseman, I think that if you're going to do Wakanda as a whole, as a country, politics sides of things, that it's time to get things like Atlantis or Latveria involved and kind yep. of just take that next step. So, awesome. Uh, Eternals, Jack Kirby stuff, I can't wait for that. That's going to be such a departure from what they've been doing, you know, even more so than, than Guardians of the Galaxy. And then speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy... The fact that um, <laughs> my favorite thing about this whole thing was James Gunn going online and asking people, this is what you come on the Twitter to bitch about, that they're, they're telling you what the release date is this far in advance. Aren't you happy to know this is coming? Um, but you can never make fans happy for some reason. So never keep never. crying. Keep crying while we celebrate all the way to the theater.
0: That's right. That's right. Uh, Julie, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, um, made her debut in Falcon Winter Soldier, but she was supposed to be in the Black Widow movie, which obviously was pushed from last May to now this July. Um, what do you think of just kind of like the reshuffling of everything? And, and does that screw up things?
1: Not, not really. I mean, this reveal on the TV was just as big as maybe I would have seen him on the screen honestly um i was shocked i loved it i love the fact that they had like sneak her on the set and stuff like that um and that she has this huge role going into whatever they're going to be doing thunderbolts or hydra or whatever uh very excited i love i love julia as an actress i think that she's going to be a good addition to the mcu
0: yeah she has that you know, everything's a little tongue-in-cheek over at Marvel, and she definitely has that style to it, so it should be good. Um, this is kind of a news, no news situation, but Andrew Garfield saying that he never did get the call for this third Spider-Man movie, the Tom Holland one. Um, I guess my question is, do you believe him, or is he just kind of saying, please stop calling me about this?
1: Uh, the latter. I mean, Tom, Tom Holland has become... Impenetrable when it comes to spoilers now He's been well trained um, These other guys of course Have been doing it for years and, and being able to keep these secrets So I don't trust anything Casey Nothing until the yeah. day of my birthday When I'm sitting in that theater And getting that birthday present Of the multiverse
0: exactly yeah i don't i don't believe it either sorry andrew garfield you can call our agents uh we got a behind the scenes look at miss marvel aka kamala khan in full outfit um you know no real context or anything but the outfit's the outfit and she looks like she does in the comic and for that i'm happy yeah i mean this is this has been a
1: great thing with marvel and, and doing their suit thing uh big payoffs, It's and I guess seeing it, it's a little bit of a spoiler, but it makes me happy, too, uh, especially with the show, and then with the announcement of the Marvels, uh, that we know that Photon is a part of this universe now, and that Miss Marvel will be, and then with Carol involved, so it'll be interesting to see if they do that trio, and, and whatnot on the big screen, and how that plays out.
0: Yeah, and I like this this crossover stuff, you know? Mm. Like, hey, there's really no you know, difference between doing it in the movies and doing it as a TV show, these characters are interchangeable. And for that, uh, you know, I'm really excited.
1: Yeah. It's funny because, you know, Feige never really wanted to embrace anything Loeb did, uh, unfortunately, because I think that, you know, Jeff Loeb did some good stuff on TV with Marvel. Uh, The latest rumor with these Netflix characters is they, they would bring the, this is just out of left field, but it's like they would bring in the actors to play the characters again, but they wouldn't have, those shows be connected it would be quote-unquote legends or whatever but um whatever <laughs> yeah. they want to do man just like i i like what they're doing now like you said this is this shit this, 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 this these true crossovers paying respect to both mediums because you could tell great stories
0: with both mediums we've been saying that for years 100 percent. highlander <laughs> yeah the the original um we got some casting news coming up in the secret invasion show. Uh, Olivia Coleman and Amelia Clark, uh, will be joining the TV show. Um, in addition to, uh, Killian Scott. So we know this is the scroll show. Sam Jackson is, you know, probably the more the leader along it with, along with Ben Mendelsohn, or at least they'll be throughout it. So, you know, what do you think about this cam, this casting news?
1: I think that this is this is our big event show, this is it, uh, and this is where I think everything is leading. Honestly, from uh, the end of uh, the end of WandaVision where Photon is 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 told about the scrolls that are in, in orbit, the good ones, you know. I believe that that um, Sharon is a scroll. I that whole character twist to me feels off. Uh, I know a lot of people want to embrace it as kind of she's a heel, she's this, she's that. I don't believe that. So I think that everything is leading into Secret Invasion because as a standalone show, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But if you have this storytelling where this five years has passed and these scrolls are being put into these roles and these people are being plucked out of society and, and, and captured by them, just like in the comics, I... They they Hank Pym in the comics for years, you know, like that. So there's a lot of potential with this, and I'm really excited for Secret Invasion, especially with Amelia Clark joining. Who knows? Maybe she's like the Queen Skrull or whatever. You never know. But great stuff, good castings, and I wanna I
0: wanna know more. Me too. Me too. Uh, And finally, in Marvel news, Chanaka Hodge has been uh, named as the head writer for the Armor Wars. Uh, sorry, Ironheart series. Um, so yeah, I I'm not familiar with her work. I am familiar with the character of Riri Williams and how she built her own version of Iron Man suit and all that stuff. So I'm excited to see where that goes. Um, what do you what do you think?
1: I I'm excited. I like that character. Uh, I think that they do have to kind of fill in what's going on in that side with armor wars coming with that show coming. So I I want to know what, what happens to that technology. So and this is she's a great she's a great character in this whole let's expand our 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 universe. Let's bring in these young heroes. Uh it's it's a great initiative.
0: Yeah. I'm uh all about it. All right. So, why don't you or i no, I'm taking I'm taking. No, I got it. Oh, You what, got it. You got it yeah DC.
1: i do i got this let's jump let's jump across the pond uh dc fandom is back what a great what a great online experience that was it was last year right um and it was really kind of just we were stuck in the middle of covid uh people were trying to do these these virtual events and they weren't great but this what dc did last year was really well orchestrated it really got us excited for what was coming and again it's coming this year October 16th uh, to take a look at the future of what DC is releasing
0: yeah it was a well done event actually um they did a really good job with it uh that was one thing where DC really surpassed Marvel last year was a just a no man's land as you guys know from listening to the shows some weeks there was nothing, you know, for Marvel. So uh, DC kind of pulled out all the stops with Fandom, and I-, I can't wait to see what this edition looks like.
1: Yes, exactly. And, uh, of course, we're probably getting a look at this film, The Flash, which is shaping up to be quite the adventure, uh, now that we know that uh, Michael Keaton is involved. In fact, we got our look on Twitter of the old Wayne Manor uh, of a set that they're shooting scenes there now the production is underway what do you what do you think about this this involvement of of Michael Keaton
0: you know I'm all about it he's my favorite batman so uh that's it you know what's what's he going to look like um as far as you know is he thomas wayne in an alternate universe or earth rather is he is he actually bruce wayne but you know, I don't know. And and that's the thing. I'm all about it. So I, I don't care. However you have Michael Keaton involved as a Batman, I am in.
1: He is Batman. As he uh Next up, Finn Wittrock uh, from American Horror Story has been cast as Guy Gardner in the upcoming Green Lantern series for HBO Max. Uh, so this is really the first official official casting. Uh, we knew that Guy would be part of it. I'm I'm a guy fan. Uh, I don't know really. I've I've seen Finn Wittrock in an American Horror Story, but other than that, I'm not really too familiar with him. Uh, but I'm looking forward to that dynamic between, you know, his antics, the seriousness of the Corp, and more.
0: Yeah, I. This is my least exciting casting news. I like this guy as an actor, um, and I'm excited knowing that there's more you know stuff coming uh as far as casting goes so yeah that's kind of it i'm like okay cool who's next
1: <laughs> exactly i mean we have jessica cruz uh yes. john stewart part of this yes. you know Boz. these these other these other lanterns who really deserve and I all guess, the aliens live action mm-hmm. right and all the aliens yeah. i mean sinestro and, and and all the greatness so Kilowog. um yeah i I'm okay with it. I mean, if you're gonna do the core, I mean, when else will guy really get his, you know, get a chance to be a part of something if you don't do this? So oh, yeah. I'm excited uh, for this show, nonetheless, and we'll lo- and I'm sure we'll see this at Fandom as well in October. Um, next up for Batman season three. Oh, I'm sorry, Titan season three. Uh, Vincent.
0: Right, right, <laughs> Car-
1: Vincent Carthizer. <laughs> Has been cast as the Scarecrow, uh, so another Batman villain has joined the cast, and you know we this is this is all about the Bat Family, and and somehow the Teen Titans, I mean the Titans, are involved. So um, yeah, I, I'm I'm excited to see another version of Scarecrow, but this is this is a Batman show. That's it.
0: Yeah, I mean. That, I think someone from D.C. just said, listen, you know, you guys aren't getting the numbers. We need more Batman. <laughs>
1: right. When Batman showed up, there was the greatest ratings we had. Oh, all right. <laughs> Even though Batman's not supposed to be involved with, with Dick Grayson, yep. the Titans. So, but let's crutch it up. Let's crush it up, guys. It's good. It's all we need is the Batman. Um, uh, let's wrap up D.C. News with some CW announcements. Uh, really. We have stargirl season two has been announced for August tenth it's always it's also been renewed for season three ahead of this uh release. Very excited for this uh I love season one. you love season one. I thought it was a great addition to the d c
0: media family thousand percent yeah can't wait for the next season um bring me bring it on yep let's keep that quality on the c w guys come on you can do it
1: um supergirl. <clears throat> the final 13 episodes will start airing on August 24th. I I want to watch the season. I just haven't really done it yet. Uh, I'll just binge it when it's time.
0: Same same thing with Flash. You know, I'll probably just kind of get the highlights from like, a, you know, the season so far, YouTube, and then like watch the finale. Because <laughs> right. I just don't, I can't do <clears throat> 20 extra episodes 24 episodes it's just it's too goddamn much so i don't want to do it and i'm not going to
1: no no you don't have to this is this is the freedom of of where we exist but speaking of the flash um as we kind of head towards the finale of that show at some point uh when they decide to announce it but after this season <laughs> coming up <Tom laughs> kavanaugh right? All right it's coming tom kavanaugh and Carlos Valdes, uh, both are exiting the show after six six or seven seasons. Wow. Um, seven seasons, I think it is. So, yeah. Yep. Don't look forward to them being in the next um, year of The Flash. I'm sure that will be the, I'm going to guess, it's going to be the final one after that. Uh, just such important roles since the beginning, the very beginning of this show.
0: Yeah, this is like... One of those situations like where Mulder leaves X-Files and it's like, did you really need to go and do that extra season? Just don't do it. So with those two being gone, it's kind of a waste in my it's already been a waste, but like it's that's it. Maybe it's a shortened season. Maybe they'll be lucky enough to go out on a semi high note like Arrow did, because really just cut it down. It's over.
1: Yeah. Take the money put it in, put it into, like, eight episodes and just give us a really awesome finale like that. Um, yep. And just go out with a bang, a flashbang, as they say. Um, let's jump over to that galaxy far, far away, and uh, let's talk a little bit about Kenobi. We have another uh, person joining the crew. This show is underway. Uh, the production is underway, and I can't wait to really... <laughs> To watch this show and to know what's going to be happening. But um, Maya Erskine, uh, best known uh, for Pen15, has been cast in Kenobi. So um, what, do you, what do you think? These are like side side castings for certain episodes. I, I, I don't know at this point, right? Who...
0: This show, I mean, it really just hinges on him the rest of the castings that are around it you know will be filling in maybe some blanks you know maybe some other character development or maybe they want to do another side spin off you know during that time period between um 3 and 4 and i'm okay with that but like i don't care other than him and like you know satine shows up and flashbacks and stuff like that overall it's just him and if he Finds Rosario Dawson out in the wild, then that's a another acceptable scenario for me.
1: It's all in his head. He's sitting at the campfire. That dude ain't going. And it anywhere. could be.
0: And I and I I'm fine with that show.
1: Yep. Yeah. Just give us live action Clone Wars flashbacks, please. Let's just let's just get over it over with already. Uh, mate, let us all be happy, die happy. Ugh, oh, man. Just hitting Christian as Hanakin in the in the Clone Wars would be awesome. So, yep. Uh, if you want to take a little 18 minute relaxer, if you're into great things like science and biomes, uh, <laughs> Disney science. Disney dropped this spe- a special a special 18 minute special called Star Wars Biomes yesterday. Kind of out of nowhere. Um, it's it's great. It's it's being described as a virtual vacation to some of the Star Wars films. Uh, you'll go to, go to locations like Hoth, Tatooine, Sorgan. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think that's I think it's a really awesome idea. These little these little things like that just just make me as a Star Wars fan feel warm inside and and more.
0: Yeah, I watched it yesterday. Um, It's just neat. You know, I was telling my wife about it. It was like a travel agency, like come to (laughs) Hall. Like, so it was just cool little thing. I don't know who thought about it. Same thing with like the the vehicle one. Um, it was like the Falcon and a Star Destroyer, like seeing it from the outside and the inside. It was like, oh, these are these are cool. So I, I really enjoyed it.
1: Awesome. And did you enjoy the
0: Bad Batch? I did very, very much. Um, yeah, it was better than I thought it was going to be. And I was already interested. Um, I like those characters. I thought it was a really weird stupid way to handle them at the end of Clone Wars last season. And even in this episode, they didn't even touch upon it, which I don't know how that's, I don't know if they're just sweeping it on their rug or what, but it was kind of weird. But anyway, besides that, this show being a felony show, um, which I guess I didn't realize that he was the creator of the show um, and was head writer like that, I didn't know. So now I'm like, well, t- this is just, Another, you know, this is Clone Wars 2.0, whereas Rebels is like a New Hope slash Clone Wars. Like this is straight up Clone Wars 2.0, and what happens in the aftermath. So I am pumped.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that transition, the title card transition alone was, this is the Clone Wars people. This is now it's the Bad Batch. So it was such a great beginning. I don't want to spoil anything for people. Yeah. Um, what a, it, I mean it's just tying everything together uh putting these guys into canon in a purposeful uh meaningful scene like that at the beginning is was amazing the the entire episode was great uh just building out those characters who i also felt were just kind of shoot in to the clone wars season seven just so that they could Get this give us the show right yeah. um and I'm sure they'll go back and tell stories of of where they were and whatnot if we if we yell out enough about it. <laughs> no, um, good times. I uh, another episode drops this Friday. Is that true? Are they going to be every Friday? Here? I
0: think so. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Great. Great week of May the fourth. Uh, and speaking of May the fourth, uh, we did a really fun Star Warriors podcast episode last night, live episode. Uh, the the team got together uh our friend jake hosted it uh just great job on everybody's part uh colin with that giveaway uh just i i loved it the the production quality was was great just watching it and and going and just the face zooms and the lego building i thought i was watching not so. that
0: you're uh biased at all but yeah. i'm
1: not <laughs> i but i could appreciate it from the yeah. outside as well it just kind of like wow, this is something I'd be watching on like a, like a fan YouTube channel. So um, great job all around, guys. It was a lot of fun. Uh, you can catch that on our Facebook, on the d Entertainment Facebook, and also our YouTube page.
0: Yep. Yep, absolutely.
1: <laughs> and then also yesterday, a new uh, Marvel Comics episode, Star Wars Marvel Comics episode dropped, so you can listen to Rocco and I recap uh, all the great books from this past month. And look forward to War of the Bounty Hunters, which starts today, which is May the 5th. Uh, May the, what is it? Revenge of the 5th. Revenge of the (laughs) 5th. So War of the Bounty Hunters, Alpha number one is out. Get out there uh, and get your hands on the very first chapter of this month-spanning crossover. Uh, But that's it for Star Wars news. We're going to jump into a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with more Talalay Talk.
0: Need more context on your favorite movie?
2: Is Obama.
0: Obama. okay? Senator
2: Obama.
0: Ever wonder why they did or didn't do that thing or include that scene? This is prime. Like, this is perfect this is quality entertainment. Check out Gutsy Media Podcast as my friends and I take a deep dive into everything from blockbusters to indie films. The weakest apple cider bitch beers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook,
1: Instagram, and YouTube. That's Gutsy Media Podcast for everything movies.
2: Hey, come take a seat at the campfire. You're not the only one who joins. I've got friends that come over sometimes, too. We talk about a ton of interesting things from geek culture. Then we cover some conspiracies or philosophical thoughts or monsters. You know, we talked about Bigfoot in one episode. It's a lot of fun, so come join me at the campfire chats. A DFAT entertainment podcast hosted on Spotify and other fine places you find podcasts.
1: We are back after those commercials with more Tali Talk. And let's jump into some comics. Uh we're gonna let's talk a little bit about what's coming from Marvel. Uh really, really today we're gonna talk about books that are coming up. Uh the July solicitations just came out for most of the publishers, so a lot of exciting titles. Uh, but first up, Marvel, Aliens Aftermath number one. Uh so Philip Kennedy Johnson is is been doing some really awesome work on the new Aliens run from Marvel since they took over that license from Dark Horse, uh, but we're going to be getting a special uh, that's going to honor the 35th anniversary of Aliens. Uh, wow, we're getting old. Uh, written by just a ben, bit, right? <laughs> written by Benjamin Percy, who we love. I love that guy. Uh, Dave Dave Walker, the artist uh, who is doing Iron Fist, Heart of the Dragon right now, and um, yeah, this. This is great. This is coming out in July. Uh, It will be a double-sized issue featuring an all-new story set in the same terrifying universe of Aliens. Uh, The action will take place at Halley's Hope and present a terrifying possible future for LV-426. I'm
0: in. Like you said, Aliens plus Percy equals I buy. (laughs) 100%.
1: 100%. Uh, And then... There's there's always time for more annihilation when it comes to Marvel. Uh, another crossover
0: event? Oh yes. man, Let's go figure.
1: I guess it's it'll be the last one, but I'm sure it's not the last one. Uh, mm. But a new a new mysterious foe is threatening the Marvel cosmic universe, uh, and so this July, the last annihilation starts. Uh, so we're going to be seeing you know a crossover from the Guardians, Sword, and more. Uh this is gonna be headed by L. Ewing. Okay. I mean, I just you know, I don't read it, so
0: we'll see how that goes.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, me neither. I mean, I always hear these these cosmic books are great. Uh, and I've always liked those characters. I just I've never dived into it. So right. we'll see. We'll see. Maybe someday. Um jumping over the uh, other side of the pond to DC. Uh I just mentioned Philip. Kennedy Johnson, who is also writing for DC, he's writing the Superman titles at this point. Uh, Some really great storytelling, but uh, Kal-El is about to give up his mantle. Uh, There are implications of what happens in future state with him, some really great stuff. Um, But an event has occurred, and unfortunately, his son, Jonathan, uh, just got back from the future. So he's a little bit older. He's read the history books he's seen his father's death he knows when it's going to happen um and so this july he becomes superman uh so this is a big uh icon iconic book uh, i guess key issue here uh tom taylor who is just kicking ass across the dc universe with books um he i just knew that he would get to this point eventually but um this july superman son of kal-el starts uh and then you'll be able to read the story of kal-el in action comics from johnson
0: hmm so i should buy this is what you're saying
1: i was gonna (laughs) recommend it to you but you're always like "Eh." so i well yes yes i would also buy tom king's Supergirl or superwoman world of tomorrow miniseries that's coming out i showed you that it was very uh um, uh, what is that Grant Morrison <laughs> Superman 1 but it reminds me a lot of that art oh
0: yeah it is and the agency or whatever I know what you're talking about I know what you're
1: talking that, about that too that Grant Morrison book is coming too in July I took it off this list because we had so much to talk about but you're right Superman mm-hmm. and the agent or <laughs> whatever it is is coming out after being under wraps for so long but I'm uh, the one book I'm really excited for this July is Blue and Gold number one We've been calling for it uh, with, with Tom, Tom King writing, um, you know, these, these great characters, uh, bringing them in and out of existence and with his writing. But we've harassed DC long enough. And this July, Dan Jurgens and Ryan Sook are teaming up for Blue and Gold with Booster Gold and Blue Beetle, the original duo, coming together. Um, yeah, eight, eight issue miniseries.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I I like the two of them. Um, This is a movie or a TV show that I've wanted to see forever. Uh, So hopefully, I mean, I don't know how much the comics are going to influence that, but it would be nice if this is a springboard for that.
1: 100%. I mean, comedy genius, uh, if you want to really get into it. These guys, I like Booster Cold. I think that that people would dig him, um, annoyed or not. Uh, This next one, uh, is actually really uh, sounds awesome. Uh, new Suicide Squad Black Label book is coming out where they recruit Jason Todd to help hunt down the Joker. It's rated R. It's called Suicide Get Joker, and um, I love it. Uh, these 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 books, I I dig it. I know that Vertical went away for this this reason, um, but I do like this initiative. I think they've done a great job, and our one of our favorite writers Brian Azzarello, is coming back uh to the Joker and he's getting art uh the art with uh the art of the book will be d by Alex Malieve who who was also very uh doing a great job with DC.
0: This is a no brainer. Mm-hmm. This is just like as soon as you told me about this it was like game over. So I absolutely will be buying this Azarello, I love his writing um and I love the art of Malive so it's game over right there.
1: Yeah, exactly. So uh, get check that out. That's coming out in July. Uh, Last up, also coming out in July, is a new Justice League series, but it's called Justice League Unlimited. Um, let's see. The, the greatest thing here is that they've been continuing the Batman the Animated Series in the comics, and now it's time for the Justice League to continue. So uh, this will be a digital first series. Uh, it's written by... The show's producer James Tucker um, and J.M. Demattis, with art by Ethan Beavers, uh, and the show has been out hasn't you know fifteen years ago this 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 show was out and it still impacts a lot of fans fans lives. I really want you to watch it. I've been trying to get everybody to watch it. It's great. Uh, Justice League Infinity number one hit stands in July.
0: Someday. <laughs> it's it, it's like. It's not like I don't want to. It's just it took me forever to get Young Justice. um, And then when I did, I was like, well, you're a dummy. You didn't watch this. (laughs) So I will watch it. I promise. That's the thing. DC
1: has some of the best animated content out there. But speaking of original animated content, for me, it's always been from the beginning. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. And it's coming back strong in 2021 with the new Netflix shows. But Masters of the Universe Revelation, which is a direct sequel to the old show, uh, is getting a, you know, is is coming up by Kevin Smith. And it's getting a comic book companion, also written by Kevin Smith, with lots of artists involved, uh, lots of variant covers. This is going to be released by Dark Horse. Uh, it's a four issue limited series. And uh, what do you... What do you think about this? I'm really surprised that DC did, didn't get their fingers on this.
0: Yeah, it's very, uh, that was surprising. Um, you know, even though He-Man has shown up in other areas, like, what is it, Wild Storm or something? I can't remember where he was at, but um, whatever. Whatever the case, I bought it already, pre-ordered it, and, you know, you show me a cover by, what's his? Uh, Mike McNolla. Mike McNolla, yeah, so it's, it's just a no-brainer again. Can't wait.
1: Yes sir. I mean without without it being dark horse, we're not getting as those, those magnolia variants. Uh, right. Yeah. It's no it's way. amazing. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just it's funny yeah. because every time something cool comes out it has a Mike magnolia variant. Uh
0: so hey, all the better for us variant collectors out there. You know? That's right.
1: Uh, I'm going to kick it back to you for some crowd sorcery.
0: Yes. Uh Colin Bunn who Really doesn't even need the big two anymore. He's got quite a fan following on his uh, website, and he puts out free zines and everything like that. He's back at it again on Kickstarter. It's got a week to go at this time uh, with a comic called Beyond Immortal, which is a mix of cosmic horror and superpowers. Um, so the superheroes battler, uh, battle the Elder Gods um and that's pretty much all i needed to hear uh <laughs> like in order to back it um it looks fantastic sounds really cool of course we'll leave the link in the uh show notes so that you guys can also uh take a look at it with illustrations by Danny Luckert
1: yeah these these kickstarters by real creators i are are a no brainer sometimes for me because they I I have little doubt that they're not going to get, you know, they're not going to, you know, really produce it or not. And that's and that's the best thing, too, is getting these these director cuts from them, um, these mastered versions. I just it's something you can't get from the comic shop. And I think that's I think that's where it really sells me.
0: Yeah. And, you know, we're directly um, giving money to the creators, as you and I know, uh, that's super important. Being we've created our own Kickstarter, so um, that that itself is is huge. Um, so, yeah, you guys, check that one out. Um, I have a question, real quick. And yeah, I'll actually, I'll take this next one since sure. I put it on there. Quick question
1: about you know creator owned IP stuff. So, we were talking about Black Label a little bit ago, and James in the fourth IV uh, has his his own his own creator owned comic coming out under that imprint uh house on the lake or whatever how does that how do you think that works with dc do you think they're they're playing nice in that realm i i i never hear good things from the from the big guys
0: well it's different because like there's the last god right there's like certain there's those certain one-offs um that are out there. And I basically think it's just DC saying by creator own, it means they didn't tell that guy to do it. He went to them and said, I have this idea. And they're like, well, it's not going to go under DC proper. We'll put it under black label. So it's almost their way of dipping their toes into like an image type situation. um, Without, without uh, having to be completely attached to DC so I think that's all it means and obviously as a, a creator it means you get distribution and you don't have to go and try to like this Cullen Bunn book you know is it gonna hit stores you know you would assume because of the name and everything but maybe he doesn't even want it to you know maybe he just wants to keep it completely to himself and you buy it from his you know I've bought some comics from his website uh maybe he's just selling it that way
1: right awesome awesome yeah it's great and i love picking up these books because i just feel i i just i get more into them than i do say them writing a character that's been around for 80 years right i mean not to say not to take away from their great stories and the directions they do but the we know we know you know what i'm saying here so uh jumping over to the next little bit of crowd sorcery here i threw this up it's called quell real fitness real gaming get fit fighting your way through a fantasy world. This is in light of things like ring, you know, ring fit, um, working out to video games, all that great stuff. Uh, this is, this is basically fight like boxing fighting. Uh, you fight the monsters and whatnot. It's, it's got, it's high intensity. It's resistance based, which is nice, uh, because I've played, you know, boxing games where you're just flailing your arms and your, your muscles hurt for days after that. So, it's good to have that real equipment. A uh, little expensive here. Uh, it's a, it, you can get the launch edition right now for two hundred fifty dollars, uh and then it goes up from there.
0: It's a cool idea for sure. Um, I think you're really paying for the equipment. You know what I mean? Like you feel the punches and stuff like that. And like you said, you're you're adding in resistance bands as well. And then there's a tracking sort of component to it. I... I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if it's gimmicky yet. I also hate boxing personally. I just mm. I despise it. Um, but, you know, there's other people who take kickboxing or just normal boxing, etc. So maybe this is something cool. Obviously, I'm a gamer. And for that aspect, it looks pretty rad. I bought the, the Switch, um, you know, game and... It's weird. There hasn't been more. You think that, like, with 2020 and so many people, like, it being sold out, like, even this Quell, you think there would be like so many more of these types of things to capitalize on people being stuck at home. So I, I don't know.
1: Right. It's it's like people realized during that time. Right. That they needed it and now it's maybe that's why we're getting <laughs> it right. Yeah. Out. So, yeah. Um, you know, guys, jump over to Indiegogo if that's something you're into. Uh, box away. Let's, uh, I'm going to throw it over to you for TV news.
0: You got it. So Netflix uh, got a couple pieces of info. We got our first look at Sweet Tooth, the Jeff Lemire, Lemire uh, comic from Vertigo, but it's on Netflix and not HBO Max, which I thought was weird. Besides that point, um, it looks really good, and it's produced by Robert Downey Jr. and his wife, and I'm all about it.
1: Yeah, this this is the very... First title that got me the Jeff Lemire, uh, just I'm excited. Modern day fairy tale. I thought the trailer was great. Uh, just I'm happy to see this this coming to fruition. Honestly, I um, I'm happy it's on Netflix. I think that it has to do. It ha- it must have to do with the production company. Um, maybe because it was a vertical title. Uh, who knows? I mean, maybe it has to do with, but like we just said, maybe he has more ownership to it than. The, like you would with a normal comic. so Right. We right. will see. Uh, it, looks, it looks pretty epic, honestly.
0: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm down. I'm down for it. So it looked cute and uh, interesting. And then Castlevania, which is just one of my favorite things to ever happen <laughs> to animation. Uh, it is ending season four. Um, we got a new look and, and trailer at that. It comes out fast. 13th i want to say i think it's like next friday um so there's that uh which a lot of things come out on the exact same day like that next friday the 13th it's like tons of stuff is coming out actually
1: is jupiter's this friday
0: um no i don't think that's until like june is it june okay yeah i keep thinking Um, something crazy this this friday there's i want to say something on hbo but anyway regard like a movie or something but Castlevania's no, gonna jupiter's gonna, legacy may 7th first episode
1: are you kidding me no <laughs> i thought i read that the other day i was like holy crap so wait they're Already? releasing
0: it one episode at a time not the whole thing
1: i i don't know it's netflix so it's netflix. i imagine it's gonna be a bit it says episode one
0: on there may 7th okay so. um okay well sorry guys we're just all over the place with this but anyway castlevania it's ending and yet they're still gonna to try to go and do a new spin-off series that's set in the same world, but you know, getting away from Warren Ellis's name, probably.
1: Exactly. Uh that's that's it, really. I mean, if why not create a universe? The show's popular, unfortunately for Warren Ellis. Uh more unfortunately for us, you know, that's that choices lead to this and whatnot. So I think that the Castlevania universe is big. Uh, There's plenty of realms to explore.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Gabriel Luna joins the Last of Us show, um, you know, less known as Ghost Rider (laughs) on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And then he was was supposed to get his own show. That got canceled. Um, So now it's nice to know that he's going to be a part of a series anyway.
1: Yeah, no, I, I'm really excited for this. It's funny to read things like they scrapped the Last of Us movie uh, because it was too action oriented uh, because they really wanted to get the storytelling like they should. Right. And it's it's where it belongs. And this 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 cast is really shaping up to be pretty, pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, I um I cannot wait to see what's going to happen with that. The Boys uh, is getting a spinoff, and we already have our cast at that, or at least a first piece of casting. Raina Hardesty is going to be joining that. Um, we don't know what the name of it is. Uh, there's a bunch of other awesome cast members as well. Um, it's supposed to be at America's Only College exclusively for young adult superheroes, which is run by vaught international which of course is that uh evil mega conglomerate that is in the series so um whatever i'm in <laughs> i'm gonna watch it because the boys they did a really good job and garth enos is probably my second favorite comic book writer of all time so keep keep building out that world too yeah i love the boys
1: i can't wait for more from it
0: yeah man it's it's it's, it's good um Taika Watiti has been cast as Blackbeard uh, for some HBO movie that's coming. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pirate comedy calling Our Flag Means Death. So he's the EP. He's set direct the pilot. It's a 10-episode series. Um, sure. I mean, he's at, here's the thing with Taika Watiti. Like, you get a lot of people where they get announced to something as, like, attached to it. But he actually, like... Does the things that he's attached to, like he is attached to a lot, but he seems to make his rounds from the Mandalorian to whatever this is, et cetera, and more.
1: I mean, it's not just like, oh, hey, he's Blackbeard. He's he's probably he's doing more with just that. He's probably directing an episode. He's he's just involved in things, which is the great thing about this guy. Um, He's just lots of energy uh, and just a really big really big range which i like which i really like about him uh that he can deliver uh just like you said he he does it he delivers and it's we're
0: usually much better for it (laughs) exactly that's a good way of putting it um and then finally we did get our first look at the house of dragon prequel uh that actually dropped while we were talking today um this is the game of thrones prequel series um Based around the Targaryens, uh, and it looked like a bunch of blonde people on a beach. So, right. which is fine. Uh, Matt, Matt, jeez, uh, Doctor Who, Matt Smith, and I think who else is in it? Olivia Coleman, maybe? <laughs> I can't the other person. The but, problem with
1: this is like it's been so in and out, uh, and I confuse it with the one that was canceled. Right. Uh, which I still wish like that, that was so. a. Yeah. Yeah. It's Game of Thrones. I'm in, um, especially when it's when it's the Tygerian dragon side of things. So right. I'm, I fantasy you got dragons, I'm there.
0: Bring it on, bring it on. Uh, movie news. Uh, Blumfest, the second edition is coming up in October. This is all things Jason Blum movies and TV shows where he announces everything that's coming out for the rest of the year. So we'll see stuff from like probably Halloween Kills because uh, it's right before the show or the movie comes out and. Who knows what else that man has up his sleeve, but I love Blumhouse and uh, I'm excited to see what they reveal for the rest of 2021, 2022. Yeah, same here. Is it, it's a virtual thing? I think, I mean, last year it was, I, I would imagine. I don't see any reason why it would be like in person. So yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm about it. Uh Vin Diesel stepping into the role of Hugh Jackman in the live action Rock'em Sockem Robots movie based off of the Mattel toys. I don't even really know what else to say. This is a stupid uh, idea. Let me just say this. It's a stupid idea. That being said, the Hugh Jackman movie, what was it called? Um Real Steel. Real Steel is awesome. It so, is. I guess I should just shut up and just give it a chance no you you shouldn't just shut up this is ridiculous that they're making this and it's not a sequel to real steel uh um, that would i would where, be very happy like a crossover they fight each other they knew each other they were brothers
1: <laughs> whatever <laughs> or it's Vin diesel's that kid grown up it makes no sense but i don't care um like you said they're they're kind of throwing darts at the wall with these gaming properties so many of these are getting strange strange movies and shows so we'll really see what um if this happens or not
0: right right uh predator writers are suing disney this is this is just kind of going on the long list of people who wrote for fox and disney took them over and said that they don't have to pay the money anymore um now it's the people who created predator um they're trying to reclaim the rights of the the franchise uh i think they have some weight behind this and I think that they'll probably just get a really big buyout. What do you think? I I'm
1: sad. I'm saddened because the news that um that we were getting that new predator comic, it was supposed to come out. Oh yeah, that got pulled. Yeah. Right? It got pulled. (laughs) And we were talking about it and we're like, why would this happen? Oh, and people are speculating all this stupid stuff. But Mm -hmm. this is this is probably why. Um I mean I get it, and I and and it's sad at the same time because I do I do want more Predator content. I I'm really excited to see what what Disney going to do with this Alien anthology. This Alien relaunch for the the comics has been great, um, so I hope they figure this out and we can get a good Alien versus Predator universe.
0: Yeah, I. However they need to work it out, the people do probably deserve their money. Um and Disney just fix it, man, cuz we Predator fans want more content. Absolutely. Um and then John Wick world. We've got a couple uh you know more details the Continental which is uh takes place in the 70s. Um, that's going to be obviously a prequel to the movie franchise. We'll get to see a younger version of Ian McShane's Winston character. So, um, that's going to be pretty cool. And then we also got an announcement, uh, that there's going to be a, another spinoff series, uh, called the ballerina. Um, not quite sure when this would take place, but you know, the character kind of had like a small little tease in John wick three. And they're just going to kind of expand upon that. So, um, you know, what do you think of this John Wick universe? Really? Pretty, pretty excited for a movie that spun out of uh, a movie where
1: a guy got his dog killed and he had to go get (laughs) I'll tell you that right now. Um, That universe is awesome. Those movies are awesome. And I'll just I'll take content from them
0: whenever. Yeah, I 100 percent agree with that. All right. It looks like uh, Borderlands has finally maybe reached the end of their mega casting news, though. We have not seen Handsome Jack, and I believe it's probably some A-list actor that they are keeping behind the scenes. Robert Pattinson? I don't know. But anyway, uh, we've got news that Gina Gershon will be stepping into the role of Mad Moxie as someone who's loved Gina Grishon his whole life I'm very happy with this news and then whoever else they decided to throw in there and like other characters like uh Hammerlock we've got Jacob's the uh you know the arms dealer scooter which I am excited about scooter and Ellie. Uh, mm-hmm. those are longtime um borderlands characters so yeah I I this casting is just absolutely bananas which is why I really do think that they are hiding handsome jack uh for the end probably of the movie and you know bring him back to life or some shit what do you think
1: yeah i can see like a like end of mortal Kombat, shield Khan floating over everybody kind of scene from <laughs> handsome jack um yeah no um i'm happy that my favorite busty flirtatious bartender is a part of this movie uh i i like you said this I can't wait for this movie, honestly. The more I more I hear from it, the more these castings shape up, uh, that universe is going to be pretty awesome on the big screen.
0: Yeah, right. So, And then finally, in movie news, uh, Noah Centineo, I can't ever say his name right, he exits the Masters of the Universe movie. Um, we do know he has a role in, what is it, the Suicide Squad or Peacemaker show?
1: Uh, he is... Atom Smasher in Black Adam. Oh, Black Adam,
0: geez. Okay, so yeah, he's in the DC Universe, and maybe this has something to do with it now. Um, but yeah, that production of that movie, of uh, Master of the Universe, has just been plagued forever. So who knows what's going on with that now?
1: It has nothing to do with anything except for Sony and this ridiculous, ridiculous campaign to try to get this on the big screen. I does it have to be i at this point just stop just stop even talking about the movie put these shows out get back to the roots see get some merchandising going then decide if you want to make a, a movie or put it on netflix like you should be just just do it because i or do a tv show you know exactly I this is we got two tv shows coming out and this is the this is the medium of telling masters universe you're not going to get a two-hour well, we did, and you saw that turned out. In the um, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I don't care um, about this. I, I, I never thought it was going to happen, honestly, because I have no faith in this movie. Um, yeah, absolutely so agree. I'm excited for 2021, like I said, Revelations, and the other one that's aimed t- more towards kids. Let's just keep growing it. Let's get more people involved so that people want to see this movie when it does finally come out.
0: 100%. Totally agree. All right, let's go to a commercial break.
2: Do you miss hanging out at bars with a friend? Cream, cream, ale.
0: Do you miss those two friends of yours that would always end up drinking too much, leading to discussions about political
2: philosophy? If so, then we have a podcast for you. When they nuked the Capitol, you know, that was bad. I'm Aaron. And I'm Jake. Join us at the tavern for a pint, a few laughs, and some nonsensical discussions. I will say neither of us are constitutional <laughs> lawyers. <laughs> a political podcast for the unencumbered political mind. Search for the Bull and Moose Tavern on your favorite podcast streaming service today. He managed to make Trump look good on something. It's like...
1: bad. d Comics is the publishing branch of Don't forget a the only place to travel geekly. Focusing
0: on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. Defat Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of
1: reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with Fat Comics. We are back after that second set of commercials, and let's get into some gaming news. Really, it's RPGs all around here, man. Uh, first up, Alien, Fate of the Nostromo. Hitting this summer. Uh, it's, it's by Ravensburger. It's a uh, it's a miniature game. Collaborative, strategy-based thriller board game that makes anywhere from one to five players members... Or, sorry, makes anyone from one to five players members of the Nostromo crew. So this is, this is cool. I mean, this was announced on Alien Day, uh, which was 4.26. And uh, this is just a lot of cool Alien games coming out as of late.
0: Yeah, this is, uh, interesting. Um, I still really want to play the aliens RPG game. Like the, uh, aliens expansion got, or the colonial Marines got pushed back cause it was supposed to come out on alien day. And then they just are trying to work on it. But I, uh, this, this is cool. You know, it's a cool idea. And, and I, uh, you know, maybe I'll play it someday. Yeah. I'm really
1: excited for the alien RPG, um, and kind of working horror into our our role playing uh yeah. experience because with the new D and D expansion of Raven Loft uh and and that as well, you know, it's it's kind of an it's kind of an interesting departure from telling fantasy stories, telling science fiction stories, and how do you deliver that horror experience? So uh we're diverting from this game a little bit, but very very <laughs> excited uh, to play any you know, yeah. game on its people yeah. So I, I agree. <laughs> uh next up, World of Darkness RPG uh, is gonna become a movie and TV
0: shared universe. So I've never I've
1: never heard of this before. Uh um, yes,
0: you have. Have I? This is Vampire the Masquerade, <gasps> Werewolf the so. Apocalypse, and it's bright. it's it's getting brought to you by Eric Hessier. <laughs> so Eric oh. Hessier is Killing it right now as the showrunner on Shadow and Bone for Netflix. Everyone likes that show. Um, that. He worked on uh, Bloodshot and um, Arrival, so Academy Award-winning Eric Cassir is going to be bringing that universe. So, Mage of the Assassin. You got witches, vampires, and werewolves, dude. <laughs> wow, wow, there. I am. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, I knew you would. I was like, and. It's production company is Hivemind. Which is. So, which is Dinesh.
1: Ah, yes.
0: So yeah. our our old Valiant friends, which like I said, has here worked with, um, is bring in. The, so Hivemind guys produce The Witcher and The Expanse. So this is like for us as like Valiant people, like this is like the best news. I think it's very exciting and I can't wait to see just what a shared universe of you were just talking about horror this could be pretty amazing uh to see what it's going to look like
1: yeah those those kind of those games those stories have been around for a long long time so it's 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 been a long time coming i'm glad that we're getting more of our favorite side of the horror side of things um especially on tv so excited excited that sounds really cool uh last up in gaming news if you like to watch D&D shows on the internets, uh, there's going to be a good one coming. Uh, Jeff Goldblum is going to be lending his voice to the Dungeons & Dragons podcast called Dark Dice. He'll play an elven sorcerer called Balmer uh, on the upcoming season of the audio series. So, awesome. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, whatever. This just sounds like something I need to definitely tune into.
0: I agree. He's all over the place, and he's doing what he wants, um, and we're all the better for it. Just real quick, too. Um, Dungeons and Dragons: The movie started production today. The Chris Pine movie. Ooh! So that that you know, it's happening. <laughs> it is a thing that will be released, better or worse.
1: Yeah, I mean Dungeons and Dragons is in full full steam ahead. Oh yeah, uh, they have unannounced projects coming this year that are, you know, they say are, are going to be really exciting for for fans and players. So, um, yeah, I mean, thanks to, you know, unfortunately, you know, thanks for 2020. We've all had to kind of take on new hobbies and Dungeons and Dragons has has really become very popular amongst nerds and more. So. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. I love it. I um, yeah, that's it. So, Casey, what what time is it? Is it the Pursuit of Plastic
0: time? It is.
1: All right, toy enthusiasts and action figure hunters, uh, time for the Pursuit of Plastic. So the end of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or should I say Captain America and the Winter Soldier, hit a couple weeks ago. And uh, of course, there is merch everywhere from Hot Toys to Marvel Selects to Marvel Legends, Pops, all of it, you name it. Of course, Disney is is got, is got making sure that all of that swag is being produced for you so that you can embrace your fandom of the new Captain America.
0: Yeah, this is, uh, you know, it's a cool-ass figure. I don't really care about the Bucky figure, and that's just me. It's like I'd rather have him as Winter Soldier, but, um, you know because they really just gave him like a jacket, right? Like it wasn't any crazy costume. But Sam Wilson's Captain America, now that was great.
1: It is. I um I bought my piece of merchandise. I got the Diamond Select Marvel Select figure. It's already in my collection uh, and I just I'm happy because unfortunately Hasbro thinks that they're smart uh and just they'll put the wings as the build-a-figure. They did that with a Vulture run not too long ago, but it's dumb. It's stupid to me. It's just such a, it's like a buy our figures, you have to buy all all five of them, six of them, whatever it is. It's just, that kind of stuff is annoying. Off the soapbox. Buy from a great company like Diamond Select. I agree. (laughs) Uh, Next up in Hasbro news, (laughs) they announced uh, a special Clone Wars uh, Black Series four-figure set that Still hasn't hit the interwebs. It's hit in other countries like Canada and the UK, but hasn't hasn't been released here. But it's Target exclusive. You get uh, six inch figures of Anakin uh, from the Clone Wars, Obi Wan from the Clone Wars, Echo, and uh, one of the a pilot. I forgot what his name is, uh, but they're all on the special uh, Clone Wars action figure card back uh, from when the when the movie first came out. This is what they've been doing uh, with. Say the the vintage remakes of like Obi Wan Greedo and stuff, uh, the ones the the Best Buy Phantom Menace card back exclusive. So the Lucasfilm 50th anniversary uh, these exclusives are great, and you know i i like to I like to get them for my for my cl- for my collection. But they'll they'll be on Target eventually. I I think everybody's bogging down that website. It's so slow.
0: <laughs> the card backs are the best part in my opinion. Um, the faces, I don't know. Yeah. It's like, do you go cartoony or do you not go cartoony? And in this case, go cartoony. Cause it's, I don't know. It's Clone Wars. So I, I don't really like it personally, um, but I like the troopers and I think they look cool.
1: Yeah. I mean, they've been doing the realistic face since the beginning with figures. So they've stayed on that. Yeah. That, that whole line. So I, um, it's like the choice when they did the hot toys, they used the hidden Christensen head and then sideshow goes and do, does those animated <laughs> ones. It's awesome too. Yep. <laughs> so whatever you want, it's out there. It's um, out there. Yeah. yeah. These, these card backs are going to go fast, uh, but I'm sure that they'll get wide releases for each of these figures as usual. So uh, if you collect hot toys, uh, which I had to stop, uh, <laughs> this is why uh, there's a lot of stuff that, was just announced. Bad Batch just hit, so they're going to be doing the Bad Batch team. First up, I believe, was Echo uh, that I saw. And also uh, they did, what is it, the Blurg from The Mandalorian? Yep, they oh. sure did. Creatures, vehicles, like, they they have um, they, I don't know, Hot Toys is just going to make us like, our eyes pop out of our heads and brains explode. You While know, um, it's
0: burst into flames.
1: Right, it's just, it's crazy. Uh, but Really great stuff if if you can afford it. So check it out. <laughs> yep. Uh, next up, Luigi is joining the Lego Mario line. Uh, very innovative uh, builds, cool stuff like that. I love it uh, because it just seems to be be doing well, and I hope that they adapt more Nintendo sets.
0: Yeah, the line, like you know, when it first got announced, like we said, it's, it was a no brainer. Um, these two just kind of go hand in hand with each other. And of course his brother should be there. So I can't wait for the toadstool line and everyone else. Bowser only line.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and then finally in toy news, uh, our good friends over force, four horseman studios have released more mythic legions. Now, the fun part about these is they're called, uh, legion builders, Uh, and so you can this is kind of based on the upcoming uh, video game that's coming that's coming soon from them and so with that that uh, crowdsourcing uh, campaign you were able to get elves and orcs and um, I think that was it those builders and now they're releasing uh, barbarians dark templars dwarves gladiators goblin skeletons a half giant and even an accessory pack for those of you who have the deluxe ogre scale uh which makes it look like a giant evil viking which i immediately bought um so uh the the pre-order started on may 1st it's going to run through may 31st so uh no extensions so they say plan accordingly
0: <laughs> yeah this is taking everything in me to not get the big set
1: mm-hmm. that's a good price that's uh, a very
0: good price so i i don't know i haven't decided yet um But you guys, yeah, check it out because we love them. And just going to leave that link up. (laughs) That's it, guys. So, hey, Casey, where can you find us? Oh, my gosh. Well, we've had a little bit of rebranding, everybody. So now, instead of Don't Forget a Towel, you'll be able to find us all over the Internet under DFAT Entertainment. Um, We have expanded our podcast network. I think we're at around eight shows, uh, ranging from a variety of topics, for all of your viewing and listening pleasures, because a lot of our shows also have a YouTube component as well. So uh, check us out, Spotify, I don't know, wherever, like YouTube, wherever you consume podcasts or watch videos on the internet, you should be able to find us uh, for Defat DFA entertainment. Um,
1: um, I just wanted just want to mention the new show uh, from <sighs> myself and our friend Rocco, uh, we're doing listen-up casuals. It's going to be a movie and TV comic book-based show where we talk about what we loved about the show, what we didn't like, tie it back to the the origins in the comics a little bit, tell you what key issues you can read to really find out if you want to go deeper. Uh, that's coming next week from DFAT Entertainment. And also check out our Star Warriors uh, episodes that we mentioned, uh, the May the 4th and also the new comic one. And, Casey, one more time, the 200th episode of Towelight Talk is coming Soon live, we'll have more details on the socials, so pay attention, people.
0: Uh, absolutely, all those things Chris said, and like I always say, go read some comic books. And this is Chris saying, don't forget a towel.